Hey girly, what is up? Welcome to Unhidden. My name is Vesta and I am so glad that you're here. My heart is for this show to not only be a fruitful podcast, but a thriving community. One where we can talk about the hard things in life with no shame and celebrate the beautiful things in life with the fullness of joy. From Jesus, to dating, to marriage, to life, to friendships, and even sexuality. I wanna talk about it all and provide a safe space for you to do the same. Yeah, we're gonna get real here, okay? So don't be scared. Just take a deep breath, grab a drink, kick up your feet, and unmask. Let's do this. Let's get unhidden. What's up, everybody? How are you? It's been so long. We've been MIA for a good little minute, but welcome back to Unhidden. My name is Vesta, and I have my hubbers on here with me. Baby, are you going to introduce yourself? Hi. <laughs> it's me again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're back. We're back with the with an update for you guys. Um, as you could imagine, these past... I don't even know how long it's been, baby. The last episode was nearly two months ago, April 12th. Wow. Wow, that's, that's cray-cray. Well, anyway, there's been so much that has gone down, and I believe absolutely necessary taking a step back for a minute. Like, I for sanity purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we needed that, but we're back, and we're excited to give you guys a little insight of what's what's up. You want to start, baby, or you want me to start? Um, yeah, I can start. I can just say the last two months have been really crazy. Um, it's I don't even know where to begin. Honestly, I feel like there has been just a big, yeah, I really don't know where to begin. Well, okay, do you want me to go? Sure. Then you, okay, so I'll just do something that's not as heavy. Yeah, like, oh, I'll, I'll start with <laughs> something. Yeah, we could talk about something light. A little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. Okay, so I am now five months pregnant. That's crazy. I, I am, can't believe you're five months pregnant. I know. Where has time gone? I don't know. I don't know. It has truly flown by. That is, that's not possible. <laughs> you're over halfway done with this already? I know. Isn't it crazy? That's well, not possible. Well, I'm 19 weeks and two days, I think. Um, and it is been such a sweet second trimester first trimester was boo-boo it was so hard it was like oh my gosh i can't even describe what the first trimester was like that's why there hasn't been an episode in two months that's the reason that's actually the reason <laughs> because first trimester <laughs> was mm. yeah and that that's a whole nother episode that we could do, baby, because yeah. that'd be really cool to like get your perspective on everything because it affected you, too. Oh, and yeah. yeah, so it was it was rough. And um, so getting through that was something. Mm -hmm. But I'm super grateful to be 
in the second trimester now where I'm just living life. I have energy. I can eat all the things. Pickles have returned to my mouth. Yeah, pickles made a comeback. That was did. Schnooks can rest easy now, knowing <laughs> that we will be purchasing a life's a lifetime supply. Yes. Of kosher dill pickle spears. Yes. From schnooks. Yes. Only schnooks. Only schnooks, people. Don't yeah. try to don't try to get me on any other pickles from any other place. Schnooks yeah. has my heart. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark Jacobs can rest easy now. <laughs> we'll be buying your pickles. Yes, we will be. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's more of the lighthearted thing. Our little Bambino is the sweetest. I I mean, all I know is that he moves around. He is recognizing his daddy's voice. Well, okay. So clearly we're telling people now. Oh, yes. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's a boy. He has a little wiener. Oh, okay. Yes, he does have he does have one of those. Yes, we I need spotted to clear it, it first. I spotted it first. You did. I get credit for that. You did. We're also going to have a YouTube video that's yes. coming out about our or not about. Why do I say that? It's literally when we found out, like yeah, in the ultrasound room and all that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yes. Anyway, we have to specify nowadays. Because clearly there's some wacko jackal stuff going around about gender. So he has a wiener. He is a boy. An um, XY chromosome, people. <laughs> yes. Um, and not to be controversial. We're just joking here. But anyway. Oh, Jesus was controversial. Okay. 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 Yes. <laughs> but he's so cute. He moves. He knows the sound of his daddy's voice. Um, he likes the prayer room. Um, we're still learning more about him, but yeah, he's adorable. His name is Top Secret. Yes, we're not sharing his name yet. His name is Top Secret. And for those of you that know, you tell anyone and we'll kill you. Baby. I'm just kidding. That isn't Christ-like. It's a joke. It's from those movies with the spies <laughs> where they say... If I tell you, then I have to kill you. Oh my, we need to stop watching those. (laughs) No watching those. Yes, so our boy is doing really well. Uh And uh, we found out his gender four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Is it four weeks? Was it 15 or 16? It was 16 weeks. It was three weeks ago. No, 15. It was 15? Yep. That's crazy. Isn't it? Well, yeah, so... There's this really cute spot, which they actually closed down. Yeah. But they were so sweet. Um, And it's a place where I think there's other spots that do this as well. Yeah. um, It was called Expectations Ultrasound, I think, right? Yeah, that's right. And it's for those impatient parents who want to know the gender as quickly as possible. Heck yeah. And... um, yeah, so we we fell into that category, and we wanted to find out, and they were so sweet, and we saw our little baby, and um, <laughs> he was flexing, actually. There's a picture, an ultrasound picture, where he was literally flexing his muscles he like was. a dude would do, and, um, and then another picture where he was just spreading his legs wide open for all to see that he was a boy. Yes. And his manhood was clearly seen mm-hmm. so yeah there's that it was pretty sweet 
Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the size of a mango right now. A good old mango. I really am not that. Let me let me be real with you. I'm not that chick that actually follows like what fruit or veg vegetable he is. Like I, I just I'm, yeah. But anyway, I just happened to read it this morning for the beginning of mm. 19 weeks. Is it this morning? I don't know. Or yesterday morning. I don't know. Anyway, and it says he was the size of a mango. And a I little love mangoes, mango. So. A little bambino mango. A little bambino mango. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Baby boy's doing good. And yeah, so life is pretty crazy right now. Um, yeah. Tonight is Monday night, June 6th. It is 10.15 p.m. as we record this podcast. Our lease is up in eight days. Yeah, in eight days. And for those of you who have been tracking with us and following with us, you know that we have been transitioning to Kansas City, or at least trying to, uh, for months now. And it has been one heck of a journey. We have made a number of day trips to Kansas City looking for housing um, and jobs. Mm -hmm. I had a number of, I had a few interviews um, and none of those actually panned out because it felt like it was kind of defeating the whole point of going there in the the first place because these interviews were for full-time jobs um, and there would have it would have left little to no time to be in the prayer room at the International House of Prayer. So, yeah. um, didn't go through with those jobs. Mm-hmm. And the house hunting has been literally one closed door after another. It yeah. is, it's been really, really hard uh, and discouraging. Mm-hmm. And we've had some some nights that it's been really challenging. And so why don't you talk about that for a second? Like just share how that has been for you emotionally as an expecting mother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Baby, we're getting into the deep. Hey, that's what this podcast is all about. That's what people want to hear. Yes, that is true. Um, Yeah, it has been actually... Wait, can you scoot up? Oh, I sorry. I put my foot on you. I was about to sit back and let you go to town on this one. Oh, okay. You can sit back. I'll fold my feet in. Sorry. <laughs> he's in front of me, y'all. And I love putting my feet on him. So anyway, um, yeah, it has been a actually a, an extremely difficult journey. Um, more specifically from the perspective of a mama to be um I think it was I don't know it was really really hard not knowing where our family was gonna lay our head and not only that but bringing a baby into this world and already having like a heightened sense of nesting and wanting to make a place a home and wanting to make sure that this place fosters the type of atmosphere that you desire for your family. Like it's, I don't know. I never really have been in this place, obviously, because I've never been pregnant before now. But um, 
I think as also, a... Just real quickly, you've been doing amazing. Thank you. Like, I have been blown away by this woman. She Aww. is absolutely stunning, and she has handled pregnancy like an absolute pro. Thanks. And I have so much respect for her with Aww. the way she's handled this. Thanks, baby. Okay, continue. Thank you. Um, yeah, I would say, I would just say, because uh, I don't want to be too long-winded, but as a single, you look at places and you're like, oh, that's cute, you know, oh, that aesthetically, that's amazing, great. But when you think about, like, fostering a family, building a family, all of those, like, details, all of those um, elements are heightened, like, times a thousand and because I want to do a natural birth, I want to do a home birth, um, and preferably a water birth, I need space to be able to put a birth pool in there. And like the, the place has to be conducive to life happening, like literally life coming into the world with multiple people in the same room to bring this baby in. And I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like this innate feeling and I don't know I can't I don't know how to word it but mama's out there I'm sure you know if you're not a mama yet it is truly just something that like when people say when you become a mother things shift supernaturally that's really what has happened to me like I don't know it's been super stressful with the thought of like trying to find a home in Kansas City because they were either literally homes with cockroaches or it was like spinning an arm and a leg for getting nothing and size wise like like the space was not at all worth what they were charging exactly so yeah that was really hard and yeah i don't know and also like my a new home with my hubby like I don't know there's just certain things the Lord has placed on our hearts for what we desire and especially what we desire moving forward with the baby and it was just hard because none of those options actually felt right none of those options made way for those desires and so it was stressful and it really caused a lot of anxiety for me and a lot of fear um but yeah especially with the thoughts of like this place has to be a haven for this baby like that's all that could run through my mind back and forth was it has to be a haven for him and not only that but like my hubby coming home from work like this place has to be the environment every element has to be able to scream peace like it has to be bathed in peace and I just wasn't feeling any of that yeah we definitely didn't find anything that felt like home no. um also I'm like super winded because I'm pregnant so <laughs> I can tell. I have to like keep moving away from the mic to breathe and it's then okay. to come back because I don't want to sound like has anybody ever seen hey Arnold the guy that's like <sighs> just <laughs> randomly yeah i don't want to uh, be him yeah so that has been really hard emotionally because time is running short 
Yeah. And um, I think there's a few things I really want to hit on in this in this podcast. Like one thing in particular is trying to understand how to know what the will of the Lord is for your life and even for like when you're when you're in transition like this. You know, we we left our jobs at the beginning of May, so May 1st was our last day at Grace Church. Mm-hmm. Um really really good peaceful exit from there. Yeah. Um we love our friends there and and our people there. Mm-hmm. And um it's definitely been like a, a home for us for the past few years, and we're so thankful for that. But felt really clearly like the Lord made that abundantly clear, like crystal clear, that we were to step down from being on staff at Grace. Yeah. Um. And uh, and that was pretty much the only thing that we knew 100% that that was what the Lord's will was. And I think, so I want to talk about that for a second, because sometimes in life there are things where you just absolutely know this is what the Lord is telling us to do. And then there are things where you wonder, is this the Lord's will or is this just something I need to do or is this something I want to do? Yeah. And what's the balance? You know, like what's the line as a Christian, as a person who's trying to honor the Lord? How do you know when to sit back and let the Lord make something happen? Mm. Or when you need to take action? Because ultimately, things are not in our hands. Yeah. And I'm not going to pretend that I have the answer to this question that I'm pretending that I'm about to answer right now because I don't have the answer to it. But what I have learned so far in this transition is that if the Lord makes something absolutely clear, then you need to do that. Yeah. And in the meantime, if you're waiting for an answer for something else, you don't put life on pause wait and then wait for that answer that's not how it works you can't just put life on pause you know we still need to eat food Mm -hmm. we still need to have a home so money is still a thing yeah we need to have an income we need to especially if it's like this it's a it's a it's a job transition um because we were getting our finances from grace and i do teach music privately on the side and so that's that's helped a little bit but um you know it's it's summertime now so most of my students take the summer off and so we're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, without income and can I interject real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's a huge, not necessarily an update, but I would say a huge testimony and to truly glorify the Lord because we've been without work now for a month Yeah. and some days <clears throat> and we have been with like we have not lacked anything not a thing there is he has been providing through people yeah and it is just we we didn't think we would make it to this place like i remember still working and we were like what the heck are we going to do when may 1st comes yeah and he has really sustained us which has been mind-blowing and who would have ever thought like 
I, I can't even wrap my mind around the fact that like we still have food we're still able to purchase things like yeah. we're not lacking for anything yeah and for those of you who listen to this and have given us money like you've you have given us a financial gift we cannot thank you enough yeah like you know who you are and we know who you are and we are so thankful for you and i just i just pray lord in the name of jesus that you pour out financial blessings on those people yes who have who have given up their their own money to be yeah. a blessing to us and and just ask you lord to bless them but yeah baby you're going to make me cry <laughs> The Lord has been so good. I mean, literally, people, um, you know, here's a gift of $25. Here's a gift of $500. Here's a gift of $1,000. Here's a gift of of $100. And um, literally coming in moments before we needed it. I mean, there have been some pretty unexpected things in this month, like... Uh, I got three letters back from the IRS saying that I did all of our taxes wrong <laughs> and we still owed like $2,000 yeah. or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, okay, well, uh, we don't have that. So where's that going to come from? Um, and then managed to pay for it. Yeah. Like money came through and yeah, like we've covered every single bill. Yeah. That's freaking wild yeah almost every single bill there's still some other things that need to be paid but um but the lord has been providing yeah and um it's been amazing it's been very very humbling and uh obviously we have to thank our parents because our parents have been so So amazing and so supportive and um my mom just brought us over some meatloaf and mashed potatoes the other day. Mm-hmm. Which and was, my mama just brought me emos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So God has been providing, and that is one thing that we can absolutely say. If the Lord has called you to do something that sounds stupid, yeah. which leaving our jobs absolutely sounded stupid. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it still feels stupid yeah. because we're like, well, this is just stupid. <laughs> and um, the Lord has proven that he is faithful. Yeah. And that is something recently that I've been having to remind myself and just reminding us in general that the Lord is faithful. Yeah. Because we are... So here's, here's the... Here's the if, you've, if you're still hanging on, and it's, it's been 24 minutes now, oh. or something like that, <gasps> what... Do you remember in my vows when I was talking about how the Lord was beginning to teach me how he was faithful, what faithful oh, looked yes. like in men? Yeah. That's clearly a staple over our marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lord. yeah, so we're eight days away from our lease and uh, we still have not locked on a place to live and we mm-hmm. still do not have jobs. No. And um, we're still looking for all of the above. And yeah. We didn't... Hold up. What are you doing? Go back. Go back? To your mic. Oh, to my mic. Oh. Oh. Wait. Yes. No jobs. Still no place to stay. But there is a kicker to this. 
something has shifted. Yeah. Well, that's what we're about to say. Oh. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) You want to say it? No, you say it. Okay. We're staying in St. Louis. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're not going to Kansas City. No. And uh, it's kind of humbling to admit that. Yeah, it is. Because even that, you know, it feels like everybody's just looking at us. They probably think we're nuts. Absolutely. And like that's... these two are wacko. <laughs> they're out of their minds. They don't know what the heck they're doing. Yeah. They, yeah. But Especially you know if you're what? a non Christian, probably yes. think that we're absolutely and, and insane. Probably if you are a Christian, I'm sure you think the same thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's something that we, you and I have been talking about a ton. I've had to really sit this before the Lord because my pride got in the way of like, oh my gosh, people are going to think I'm stupid. People are going to think I can't hear from God. People aren't going to like think I'm spiritually mature. Like all of these very carnal thoughts were popping into my mind because I don't know, like I've really never been in this place before where I, I've heard him and then make the decision and then he closes the door just to redirect me somewhere else and Mm. it's i've just never really allowed the journey to be in front of people before like yeah i tend to take all of my faith walks really behind closed doors just in case like my mind my mindset is just in case god fails me nobody will know you know and like so this is a huge step even sharing this with you guys right now because yeah, we are no longer going to Kansas City again. Yeah, we've made this decision back and forth like three or four times now where we thought we're going to go to Kansas City. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, yes, we are. Uh, no, we're not. Oh, yeah. let's look for worship leader jobs in California. Uh, no, we're not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to Kansas City. No, okay. But what's wild is like every time we've made the decision, the Lord took us to a whole nother level not only of faith, but also refining our character. Like yeah. every single time was just like a chiseling of whatever needed to be chiseled off. Like it's just, it is truly a humbling experience, but here we are. This is what we feel peace about. Um, coming to this conclusion conclusion was with fasting and intentional prayer and I mean, you can yeah. share Well, I'll that. talk about that. So I I can say this. I, I have just felt um, just a sense of cluelessness. And I'm going to get real here for a second. I, I have been doing, I, I've been, you know, very steadily going on the path for music ministry for all of my adult life. And was looking forward to that throughout college and even in high school I thought I want to be a worship pastor I want to lead people in worship and uh, don't get me wrong I still want to do that but um, I have really wrestled for a few years now uh, with the idea of whether or not that was actually what I wanted to do like like full full time and I say full time like you know, having a full-time job 40 or 50 hours a week, and, and that's that's your thing that you do. And um, I love leading worship. I love music ministry, but I have definitely seen in my career that that is not all that I'm supposed to do. And um, 
I have just felt a lot of confusion in my heart. Again, going back to trying to figure out what the will of the Lord is and wrestling with what your own will is. Um, this has been a huge thing for me, stepping away from being on staff at Grace because um, I'm really challenging myself right now to go into something new. And a friend of mine just the other day um, said some words of wisdom to me that have sunk in and I've been letting them sink in. And he said, uh, Stuart, just because the Lord did something profound in you in your past um, in a specific way using a specific set of gifts that doesn't mean that that's all he has for you in the future and if that's if he might be calling you to step away into like something new that doesn't mean that you have to grieve the fact that you might be leaving something that's in your past like it's something to be thankful for. I can literally look back on all the years that the Lord has used me as a worship leader and be thankful for the way that he used me and the people that I got to minister to and the people that I got to work with and the friends that I made and um, the ways in which I grew. And if that is not what I am to do full time, if that's not the like sole thing that I'm supposed to set my mind on. And I, I got a master's degree in worship leadership. So like I really put forth my heart into that because that's what I do. If I feel like there's something that I'm passionate about, that's what I'm going to do. And, um, and so now I feel like I'm stepping into something new and instead of grieving the idea of maybe stepping away from that for a season, I'm, I feel like I can actually say like, Lord, here I am. If you want to do a new thing in me, then please do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still your servant. And I don't think for one second that I'm like leaving music ministry. I know that I'm still going to be leading worship and that's still gonna be a part of my life, but that's not the only thing that I think God wants to do in me. And yeah. so, um, with a bit of fear and, and with some trembling and with some, um, just kind of stepping into something that's unknown, which is fearful. It can also be fun, but, um, I'm believing in faith that the Lord is going to do a new thing and I'm excited to see what it is. And so, um, yeah. So we're stepping into something new and we're staying in St. Louis and you might ask, well, how did you get to that conclusion? So this is what, this is what happened last week. Um, I felt like the Lord was putting it on my heart to fast and I was going to fast all week. Um, not like 24 hour a day, but like fasting until 5 PM and then eating a meal and doing it again the next day. Um, and on, on Tuesday of last week, I was going on a camping trip with a friend of mine and on the way down, on the way to the, the, the spot where we were going to camp, I felt like the Lord was putting it on my heart. Just the idea of, um, how important it is to have vision in, in a ministry or in a, in a business. Um, and that's something that has been so important to me and, and to Vesta, especially coming out of 
uh, where we worked at Grace. We just felt like that was something that we really needed to see. Um, and, and I started thinking about what it would look like to have a vision for a family or even a five-year plan. And I started thinking, I don't think that I've ever heard of a family doing that. Mm. I don't know that I've heard of a family that had a five-year plan or a vision, like a, like a vision for our family. And maybe, maybe that's a common thing, but, um, it's just not something that I've been familiar with. And so I just have been thinking, you know, what, what do we want our family to look like? What do I want my family to look like? Um, and so I just started thinking about that more and I was like, I need to talk to Vest about this as soon as I get home. So as we were driving back, excuse me, <laughs> as we were driving back or when, whenever we got back, whenever I got back, I, I, I said to her, I was like, I want, I want us to create a vision for our family. And I felt like in my mind, I knew that doing that was going to help us make some pretty important decisions because scripture is pretty clear on this. Scripture says like without a vision, people perish. people will perish. Yeah. So I think that applies to lots of different things, but um, like the family is the, the first ministry ministry. And it's the first thing that the Lord established as a group of people and um yeah like the first group of people that the lord established was a family was a husband and wife and i just thought we need to have a vision and 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 even for like furthermore into that having a vision is going to help us make decisions because yeah. we've been stuck in this in this season of not really knowing what decisions to make because we weren't sure, is this the Lord's will? Is this our will? What's the, where's the boundary line or where's the line in the middle of that? Um, and, and we want to make decisions that honor the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I so badly just wanted the Lord to say, look, this is the direction I want you to go. This is exactly what I want you to do. Go and do that. And I would be like, okay, great. I'll go do that. Thank you for making it so clear to me, God. <laughs> but even still, that's not what the Lord did in the middle of that fast. Mm. What I felt like the Lord did was something that a father should do. Mm. The father didn't just give me the answer. He taught me how to get the answer on my own. Yeah. And so what did we do? We, we made a vision. We made a vision for our family. We made a five-year plan, if you will, and it has some specific goals and some generalized goals, but things that we want to see our family grow into in the next five years and not just our immediate family, but our extended family, our parents. Mm -hmm. And that made a huge, that was a huge deciding factor for us. Yeah. We want one of the, one of the things in our vision for our family over the next five years, especially now that we have a, a, a baby boy on the way mm. and definitely more in the future is that we want our family to be strong Yeah, and we want to see our family grow, our extended family grow together. Yeah. And we could talk about that. In fact, it'd probably be cool to get our parents on a podcast episode and, and talk be to them dope. because something that you and I have both seen in both of sets of our parents, my mom and dad and your mom and dad, is like ever since we've been married, it's yeah. almost as if their marriages have like had this rekindling and like the Lord is doing something new in their marriage. Yeah. 
And I just, I want us to be a part of it. Yeah. I want us to be close. I want us to be close to our family. Yeah. And that right there made the, the decision super easy. Well, if we want to be, a, if we want to be a strong family, we, we have to stay in St. Louis. Yeah. We need to, we need to focus on fostering these relationships because yeah. these relationships are important to us. Exactly. And it's not like we want to like mooch off our parents. No, like we, <laughs> we want to serve them. Absolutely. I want us to be a blessing to them. I want to go over to your parents' house and I want to go over to my parents' house and, freaking cut their grass or whatever it is that we can do to make life easier on them. I want us to foster these relationships. And so that was like, okay, that was going to make that decision super clear. We want to stay in St. Louis because this is where our family is. Yeah. And what that's really good, baby. And to like add on to that, I would say, what I feel like the Lord has been ministering to me about is that's just as much as a mission field as it is being in the prayer room all day long. Like it's, it's not about the particular structures and different places that houses presence, but like it's the day to day stuff that we overlook. And I'm just eager and excited to see how he's going to use us to minister to our family. And Because it just, the way he, the Lord is speaking to me is like, we're not done here in us in St. Louis. I was going to say STL because that's how I see it in my mind when I feel like he's talking to me, but um, like, we're not done here yet. And we were done in a specific, specific part of our lives at a specific job, but we're not done here yet. And so, Yeah. yeah, I'm just, I too am super excited to see. What he does, and I'm out of breath. <laughs> I've been talking too much. You got to talk more, baby. No, you've been saying some good stuff. You've been saying good stuff. But yeah, I. So we're here. We're staying, and we're stoked about it. We are. We feel so much peace, and, um, like I said, y'all probably think we're nuts and we're crazy, but who cares? Because so many people in the Bible look so dumb and the Lord just met them in their yeah. journey. And it's just not about another thing. He was probably breaking off is like fear of man, you know, like, yeah, there's a reason the Israelites were in the desert for 40 years. It does not take 40 years to walk from Egypt <laughs> to Israel. It took them 40 years yeah, because the Lord was teaching them. Yeah. And I truly believe that the Lord is teaching us through this. Yeah, absolutely. If not, I think the number one thing is just that of the issue of faith. Yeah. How strong is our faith? Do we yeah. really trust the Lord? And the bottom line is, like, this is exactly the reason we were wanting to go to IHOP in the first place. Because deeper. we wanted to be prepared for what is to come. Yeah. And I truly believe that things are going to get bad for yeah. for Christians and non-Christians alike. I believe in the final days. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other. That's topic. a whole other discussion, mm-hmm. like whether you're pre-trib or post-trib. But I, I truly believe that we're going to experience some trials and tribulations before Jesus returns. Yeah, and our hearts truly have to be. They have to be ready, and it's. It has to be ready on our own accord, though. Like, it's not, again, not a facility, not an organization, not an internship, like not anything that can get you there, but your own willingness and desire. Right. I think, yeah, because I, I, 
I really did want to go to IHOP. I mean, I love that ministry and I love what they teach and I feel yeah. so encouraged when I'm there. I love Forerunner Same. Church. I love... The prayer room is insane. Yeah. And and the teachings are amazing. Yeah. Um, but I was reminded of Isaac Bennett's dream the other day because a few months ago he had this dream where uh, he was taking a nap on an, one afternoon and the Lord showed him all of these mighty trees just bending over. And he knew in the dream that those trees were religious institutions mm. and political institutions. And even IHOP, what basically what he was saying in that dream was that there is no one that you can partner with to yeah. hit, like to piggyback off of their faith, yeah. off of their you gotta intimacy. You get it on your own. You have to get it on your own. Yeah. And so even like being under the name you know, IHOP, that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. You have to have your oil lamp filled yeah. by your own accord. Absolutely. And so. Which is a whole nother cost. Like that, it, it costs to put oil in your lamp. Like to get the oil, it costs. And so no matter what, there's going to be sacrifice in order to get there. And yeah, again, we love the ministry of IHOP, but the Lord clearly had something different for us. And so yeah, we are following him. Yeah. 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 So eight days. We to get us to go to IHOP at this point, I think we would have to have like an angelic visitation. No, I, I, I literally want Michael, the archangel, to come down. Come in this in this room. Yep. In this apartment. Yep. Otherwise, we're not With going. a scroll. With a squirrel? Scroll. Oh, with a scroll. <laughs> yes. Michael the yes. Archangel with a squirrel. Scroll. Squirrel. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seriously, though, that's the only thing that'll happen. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the, and this is, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm, like, not trying to be irreverent. But the, the, the reality is, and this is what I was talking about with understanding the will of the Lord versus, you know, you just have to make decisions. This is what scripture says. <gasps> Proverbs. Well, the, yeah, the man establishes or, the desires of his heart, but the Lord ordains his steps. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in terms of our vision, we, we, we put this five-year plan on paper and we, we're giving it to the Lord. And we're like, look, Lord, this is, this is where we want to see our family in five years. Everything from... Um, you know, career-wise, financial stuff, yeah. uh, spiritual growth, family development, um, like the things that you want to see, where you want to see your family in five years. We're giving that to the Lord and saying, look, Lord, if this is your will, yeah. open doors to allow it to happen, ordain our steps like you said you would do. Yeah, and so this is one of the scriptures that the Lord gave you um, the night that we made our vision and it was trust in the Lord with all thine yes. heart and lean not into unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Yeah. And Proverbs three, five and six. Yes. And how that ministered to us was um you know, it starts off saying, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. It says in all of your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And so verse six is saying in whatever path you decide to take, be willing to surrender it to him, acknowledge him, rev like revere him and just let him then guide you. But you have to take a step like 
He's not going to decide for you. He can. There are moments where he does do that. But in the end, he's given us free will and he wants to teach us and he wants us to grow. And so he loves us so much to let us. And he's so sovereign enough to let us choose. And then he redirects. And so that just ministered to us as far as like, don't get stuck on waiting to yeah, hear this audible voice of where to go. Just choose where to go. And if it's not the Lord's will, he will shut the door, which is exactly what he did to us regarding Kansas City. Yeah. We have to Which was wild. I think that's I think that's what we have to do as believers. We have to do the best to prayerfully with with an educated mind and heart. Yeah. To walk forward, to keep moving forward. And um, if the Lord shuts a door, then he shuts a door. And to try to force a door open is not at all oh wise. Oh, gosh. It's exhausting. Um, and that reminds me, that's a whole other thing. I mean, yeah, that's that could that'd be a whole other thing to talk about. But um, if the Lord shuts the door, then trust that he's shutting the door for the reason, for a right, a reason. And, and we just have to trust him and we have to have faith and go back to the drawing board and try to figure out okay what direction do we move in now and yeah and use the bible to do that absolutely his word is a land there was something yeah that the lord kept placing on my heart as far as we can't make any move without being in his word like no matter what we can try to conjure it up in our minds and logic but like it says his word is a lamp unto our feet we need to get in the word and he will then guide us. And where did our legit confirmation come from? It came from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, literally confirming yeah. the route we were on. Um, but then there's also another scripture, Proverbs eleven fourteen. It says, where there's no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And so also, not only like leaning onto the word, but putting it before people that you trust. And yeah. that was a lot that we had as well was wise people walking us through it so yeah i had a good friend of mine um a dear dear friend of mine who was fasting with me all of last week and i shared with him on sunday night the decisions that we came to and he he just said Stuart, that's exactly what i feel like the lord was telling me you needed to do yeah and so um he's older than me and he's like a just an amazing father figure and i'm so thankful to the lord for him um but that was very confirming and then tonight we just got home having dinner with our parents and we told them all of this and and Mm -hmm. both of our moms were like yeah we we didn't have peace about you going to kansas city but we were just going to trust the lord and trust that he would lead you yeah so here we are our lease is up in eight days yep um no job still no job uh, we we might have a home potentially yeah. and we're we're praying we we you applied to many yeah we've applied to some ho- some houses we've also applied for numerous jobs um and um yeah so we're potentially looking at some homes uh in, on the outskirts of the greater St. Louis area definitely not St. Louis County not giving any more specifics yeah yeah, just yeah, yeah. So um, sorry, I just think it's weird. If there's anyone he- listening that we literally do not, we y'all don't creepers. We don't need to give it. That's more. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. 
we're praying. We and, and and that's the thing. I know. I know in my heart. The Lord knows what we need. He knows that our lease is up in eight days. Yeah. He knows that money is really really tight. He knows yeah. that um, that we have bills to pay and that uh, that we have to have rent and food and um, He sees all of it. And so we just have to trust and faith that He's going to provide. Yeah, and rest in Him, which is hard. Mm-hmm. It literally is countercultural to everything your flesh wants to do, but yeah. it is the safest place to be in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, wow. Yeah. So that that's our that's our update. There's y'all. a good update. Yeah. Yeah. Good, vulnerable, humble, exposing update. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely been. There's been days that's been really hard for our marriage through the midst of this. Yeah. Like absolutely. really, really hard because not even necessarily because like something bad happened, but just be, I think it's just the weight of everything. Yeah. Has, has taken a toll at, at one point or another where we just had a really intense conversation or we're just stressed out and maybe we don't even realize we're stressed out yeah and um even that has been a huge humbling process and a learning process and yeah yeah but he's gotten us through it yep and yep. He, conti- he will continue to mm-hmm. yeah mm. yeah well i'm gonna have that uh gender reveal video up on youtube soon so if you follow us on youtube definitely check that out yeah it's pretty it's pretty cute and baby was a little sneaky (laughs) secretly he wasn't supposed to record in there but you know hey how can i not you know my baby he's gonna get it done yeah if you haven't checked out our website yet please do (laughs) stuartinvesta.com You can, Sounds like such a plug. Hey, you know what? I worked hard on that website. You did, baby. You did. Uh, we've got blogs there. Got got some cool things. Just yeah. artsy stuff that we do that you can check out. But um, yeah. Yeah. There's a good update. There's a good update. Well, we love you guys. And we are humbled to be able to bring you along the journey with us. Um, we pray that... Again, as I always say, that it, this podcast episode in some way ministers to you or encourages you or um, that it just shows you another side of the Lord's face or draws you into him in another way. Um, that's all we do it for. So, yeah, yeah, we love you. We hope you have a great rest of your week because we did say when we were recording this so Mm -hmm. we hope you have a good rest of your week and we will chat with you soon deuces bye bye thanks for listening to this episode of unhidden be sure to subscribe rate and review and share this podcast with a friend if you're on instagram let's connect my social media handles are in the show notes All right, well, that's all for now, my loves. Be sweet, be you, and be free. See ya.